0: Hello! We are here today with Amy Parker of Parker House Designs. Amy, how are you?
1: I'm doing good, Casey. How about you?
0: Good! Thank you so much! So we're, today we're going to talk about um, different ways that you can renovate your kitchen on a budget. And Amy, you've, got, you've broken it down into like four topics for us to kind of, you know, pinpoint through and to talk through. So we're excited to learn about the different ways you can do that on a budget. <laughs>
1: Yeah, um I was kind of looking at this through the lens of staying on a budget but also thinking about everybody's at home right now and looking at spaces in their houses that they want to update and these are things that we can be doing while we're home. So it's it's kind of a twofold today so um one of the things at the end and I'll I'll come back to that a little bit more is might require additional help but most of these things that I'll um share with you today will be DIY for anyone who wants to do something a little different
0: <laughs> in their home. Yeah. <laughs> we're all looking for projects these days.
1: <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. And your kitchen, like most of us are spending a lot more time in them because we're cooking mm-hmm. and we're we're not always in there. So all the things that would make us crazy are making us crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so um And I'll get to that part, but what I'll do is I'll kind of go through the list and if you have questions along the way, just shoot them off at me. And um, if your listeners have questions afterward, you know they're welcome to reach out to me anytime and I'm happy to answer questions. So, um, So one of the biggest things people can do that can happen fairly quickly and can make a huge impact on a kitchen is switching out hardware. So it could just be the knobs on your cabinets. Or adding knobs because some of them don't even have them. <laughs> they have, you know, kind of the ridges underneath, and so you can get templates and set it up and put the knobs right on there. It's not a super tough job if you're if you get some wherewithal, you can find a YouTube, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and do that. And I find that a lot of clients I work with have had great success with finding um, ways that they can get a how-to video online. Uh, and we've got some resources we can share too uh, with this podcast so that people can take a look at that. Um, so um, one of the other things that you can do is changing out any lighting fixtures and your faucet. So a media update, if you changed even all of those things on you know, a minimal budget, you could have a a room and a kitchen that feels like brand new. You take away the brass that might have been in the house for the last 20 or 30 years, <laughs> put in some brushed nickel and it immediately feels like brand new. It's, it's pretty amazing. And we talk to people, as you know, um, about updating like that for selling the houses too, because fire's like an updated home and those are the little things you can do. So that it's a good thing for you down the line too in terms of resaleability when we think about that so if if um, people listening were thinking hey would this make a difference for me down the line it definitely will because it will be more updated than how it is today so that's always a plus
0: now if, as far as lighting fixtures though i know i know nothing about them if you're <laughs> is there <laughs> things you should be looking for based on the design of your kitchen or you know like if it's a certain amount of space should your light be a certain size or anything, any tips like that?
1: Right. Typically when you have lights in place, you'll have a general sense of what can go in place. So let's take, for example, over a kitchen island, there'll either be, you know, pendant lights coming down or there might be one big one that comes across like that. Back in the day, like they were doing a lot of the long ones. You can still get some like that, but that's a good gauge to see how that's going to fit what you'll want to do is have, if it's a big piece like that, it's typically two-thirds the width of, say, the kitchen island. So, And those are things that if people had specific questions, they could certainly reach out and ask. Because um, you don't want a huge piece you right; You don't want to buy something that's going to be gigantic and put it in a space. But let's say if you're updating in a dining room, mm-hmm. take that measurement of the lighting fixture that's already there, width and height, And if it feels like it's right, then look for that size again. They're pretty standard, too. When you get online, you'll see. And and it'll give you options of how many lights you want. So if it's not bright enough, go for a couple more bulbs on there, whether it's the little candelabra bulbs or even a a shaded regular bulb. So, yeah, there's all kinds of things that you can be thinking about.
0: (laughs) I can just see the wheels turning now. So, you know, like Amy said, at the end of this, reach out to her if you have more questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and use what you have there as your gauge to start, right? If it feels like the fixture is too small, then you can go up a little bit and look at those standards because the, they're, not, they're not crazy differences in size. You can have it a little more grandiose, if you will. If you wanted a little more lighting it to be a little more dramatic, you can do that too. So for sure. Um, One of the other things that people really like to add is the under um, cabinet lighting so that you have more task lighting on the counters. Mm -hmm. Most houses are not built with them in it. It's just another expense when you're trying to build. So that tends to be pushed off. So if you want to add that in, there's a ton of options for those two. There's the kind that you could be literally like Stick it up there and you pop it and it turns on. You know, like people get those for closets too. mm -hmm. There are some that you can plug in and they attach. So if you've got enough outlets that will support that, you can do it. And then you could always take it to another level. If you decide down the line you want to hire in an uh, electrician, they can help put in some formal lighting. And people are doing a lot of um, the little tiny, like, it's almost like a little flat strip of lights. Now it's not even a full lighting.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. And those can be attached to a light switch, which is nice. So there's all kinds of layers to it. So I think people can find within their budgets, different options that will work and still give them what they're looking for, which is good. Um, for in terms of places to find items like this so thinking about even from the handles to the lighting and all of that obviously the big box stores are available and open right now so you can go to lowe's and home depot check out the sale rack even online (laughs) good idea (laughs) right um and you can usually order those items and then just pick them up at the store and it's like in and out quickly if, especially for people who are trying to avoid storefronts right now yeah. some of them are even offering a curbside service so okay. look at those um, websites because it, sometimes it's just a matter of calling the store to say hey i'm here this is my order and they'll bring it right out to your car which is awesome so that's for people who are really trying to avoid that um you know face to face then that's a good option um, some of the online places that I love to look for this kind of stuff is Wayfair, which everybody loves Wayfair. <laughs>
0: uh, oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Amazon, which it's, it's, um, we're still able to get consistent shipping and, and um, stuff from them, including the hardware, like the knobs and things. I've been able to find big packs of them for really reasonable prices. So I would look into that because that might be the best price point. Okay. people can compare that, you know, between maybe a Home Depot and an Amazon. Uh, the other store that I like for this kind of stuff is hayneedle.com. And oh. all of this well, you know, we can put it in with the information. So if people have never heard of that before, mm-hmm. they can um, go shopping. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> they might end up in a rabbit hole and be looking at things all day long, but <laughs> it, happens. <laughs> it happens. Right. Um, so that would be number one. That would be the one thing that I would say could be real quick and easily done in a short period of time, especially if you just do the knobs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, sometimes it can be, you know, just shining up at the cabinet fronts with some old English or, you know, some uh, products we already have in the house, which is huge. Like, um, what's the other one? Murphy's oil soap will help wood cabinets especially shine up and look like new and we just don't those are things that we don't take time for because life is so busy so that's a nice way to kind of jazz it up um but anyway so um the next thing would be all about storage and organization so mm-hmm. and i was laughing about when you're trying to find your things in your kitchen oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have a lot of time to sit her and sit in our kitchen. So <laughs> yes, yes. And it's like, where is everything? You know, if there's more than one of you in the house and you've rearranged it and you're not sure where the other person put it, like you're just trying to find your stuff. Yeah. So, um, the pantry and drawer and closet organization is huge. So there's a lot of different, um, options to looking at different types of storage on pinterest so again it's another like yay let's spend like three hours on pinterest
0: <laughs> but now you have a good excuse because
1: you're doing research
0: <laughs> exactly
1: it is research this is important work <laughs>
0: exactly, <It's> just, exactly.
1: <laughs> so um there's a great store called the container store and um i was introduced to that, from a local organizer that I know who uses their products quite a bit to work with her clients. So I had not heard of it before. Mm-hmm. I think there are in um, like, uh, store, like brick and mortar storefronts, but I'm not sure where they are. And right now they're not open, but you can go online okay. and find all kinds of different ways uh, to store everything from spices to fruits and vegetables, to, you know, yeah. trying to kind of pull everything together (laughs) and organize it oh yeah (laughs) Uh, and everybody's stocked up so you're trying to like organize all that stock up stuff too so it's just trying to keep everything you know in check Um, but that can be so um, rewarding to get through even just your pantry to get things cleaned out get rid of things that are expired all of those kinds of things I think you know, we all try to do it, I'm sure, like that once a year, our big spring cleaning, if we get to it, but that doesn't always happen. <laughs> it
0: does happen more than once a year, usually.
1: <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, but the other thing uh, that I wanted to suggest here is that for people who are maybe struggling with not having enough workspace and or storage in the kitchen, because some kitchens can be fairly small. Um, wow. That you can get kitchen islands that can come on in and, and help you address both things. So you can look at um, more of a, just a prep surface. And so they've got them that are all metal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're um, easy to clean. And they usually will have a shelf or two on them. So you can put some of your pans and maybe appliances and things like that that you use all the time. Or you can get one that's a little more formal that has closed storage underneath. So that's a really great option. You can take a look at um, Amazon.com has them. Uh, Wayfair, again, my my go-to, my favorite. And Ikea is a really good one. High quality and inexpensive to get you that uh, whatever you need. There's one in um, Massachusetts, and there's also local... Uh, furniture stores that sometimes carry these items too. So it may be worth taking a quick peek in those local places. Um, Right. So um, the third thing that I would highly recommend that people can do that would be a quick change, almost instantaneous, is paint. Mm -hmm. Paint can always freshen up any room in a matter of hours. It's amazing how quickly that happens. you can get paints now. You can order them. You and I talked about this the other day. How nice it is that with local paint stores like a Benjamin Moore or Sherwin Williams, if you know what color and sheen you want, you can call ahead, ask them to mix it, have it all ready to go, and then you just go in and pick it up. That's which
0: incredible. Is, I had no idea that was an option.
1: <laughs> it's wonderful. As long as they know what the number is and you're clear on the color they will, they'll probably still show you the color when you go in to confirm that it's the right one, but you don't have to stand and wait for the mixing to be completed, which will be good. Um, when you're trying to figure out what kind of sheen or, um, what paint to order, either a matte finish, satin finish, or, um, some people like eggshell, but that's kind of um, it's a little shiny and people have gotten away from it a little bit. So it's not to say that there's something wrong with it. It just has more of a shine to it than the other options. So if you're looking for something softer, I would go with a matte finish or a satin. Getting these paints is so much better because they go on so thick and you can sometimes get away with doing one coat, if not just two, instead of, three and four coats to try to get the paint on the walls. That's nice. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's a huge job for someone, right? So you want to take away that extra effort if you don't need to put it in. It's worth the extra few dollars per gallon to get that. Mm -hmm. And people who switch and go into these paints never go back. (laughs)
0: Sounds like
1: there's no need to. <laughs> no, I mean when you know that you can get things on pretty quickly, and if your color is the same or really close in color, then you typically will only have to do a coat to two coats. You know, to to really get a good coverage on on the walls. Um, there's a million videos for that too, and local painters that you could ask questions of too. Um, usually, people are pretty good, and right at the paint stores I have found them to be super knowledgeable and really helpful Uh, one of the things for um, your um, trim paint stick with a semi-gloss on those some people like to take it to a high gloss. (laughs) it's like really shiny everybody like it's super shiny (laughs)
0: Does that look weird if you have really shiny trim and then you've got like matte or like not shiny walls? You know what I mean? Is that just kind of, it looks weird?
1: Well, I think it would be noticeable. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're going for that look, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I don't want to turn people off, but if they're looking for a certain look and they don't want it to be quite so dramatic, Mm -hmm. like... Sticking with more of that, like a satin finish on the walls and a semi-gloss on the trim is perfect. It's pretty kind of traditional and it's easy to take. <laughs> you know, it's not so shiny. <laughs> um, yeah, well, and you, you don't want to do... Um, let's say you're just working in one room too and you paint the, the kitchen and you do the trim in there, but it's different. Now you've got a stronger sheen on... The trim, then, then you automatically feel like you have to do the entire house.
0: That's true. <laughs> then it becomes daunting. You're like, oh, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Try to keep it the same, and mm-hmm. most people will be able to tell if it's a semi gloss, a high gloss. It is obvious, and you know it's it's pretty shiny. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other thing that people can do with paint in the kitchen is paint their cabinets.
0: Right.
1: And a lot of people will do that. Um, to get rid of like oak or wood cabinets that they're, they're just tired of looking at them and they want the new look of white clean lines in a kitchen with new countertops and things like that. Mm -hmm. So that's been very much a trend over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to include some how to videos on how to do it because there really is a pretty expensive process in order to do it and do it well. Mm -hmm. So that the paint will actually stay on there for yeah. a, a long now, do period of time. Is you
0: the same kind of paint for cabinets that you would for walls, or is it a completely different ballgame?
1: It, it is a different ballgame, and those are the things to talk to the people at the paint store about. It's typically going to be those paints that you would use on your trim. So think about, you know, your wood throughout the house having that, um, a stronger paint with that semi-gloss or high-gloss if people want that for the cabinets. Mm-hmm it will dry and be stronger. That's why they do it that way. And if you paint the uh, cabinets, you'll want to take all of the doors off, all of the drawers out. Like it's such a process. You literally have to set up a second kitchen because it takes so long. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I I, caution people that it may seem like a, an easy job to just jump in and do it, but it is a long-term Project and it takes a while for the paint to dry and really cure on the doors before you put them back on and put any new hardware or any of that stuff on there. So, most people hire a painter to do that job. And for now, like as we're home, if, you, if people felt like they wanted to change out the hardware, they could do that now and then maybe be talking to painters in the area to get on their schedule for when they're able to come in and work in your home again because they're, they're still booking appointments so it's worth talking to people now
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> to get on and the schedule and they're booked out I mean some painters are already have got their summer, their summer books done so
1: yeah well, and the, <laughs> so many of them are trying now to just get the exterior work done if only the weather would cooperate
0: right Right. only <laughs> 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 when well, some weather we've been
1: <laughs> Yeah, Very typical, right?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So um, you know when you're dealing with a really great painter, if you do have to wait a little bit to get on their schedule. So if you can plan out a little bit, that's always good. Um, they can help you with choosing which finishes and all of that. Once you have painting done on your cabinets, it's typically – Good for like three to five years, depending on how heavily used the kitchen cabinets are. There'll be different areas that will get have a lot more wear and tear because, like in front of your sink, you're always going to be, you know, there, and things are going to drip on it. So it's just something to think about that you may need touch up work years down the road. You would not have to redo the whole kitchen. That's not what I'm saying, but just there may be touch ups needed because it's not foolproof. And it's not like when you order cabinets from a cabinet maker where they have done coat after coat after coat of paint to make sure that they are they stay um, in great condition for many years to come. It's different when you're adding paint to something that might have been stained initially.
0: Yeah, that's
1: true. So, yeah. Um, people can also restain their cabinets. Which... It's another huge job,
0: (laughs) but it can be done. You've got some patience take on the cabinet.
1: (laughs) Yes, and I did find some really great um, video tutorials to help with that. Like Bob Vila has some amazing how-to videos and just overall home information, which I have posted a lot of. Um, the stuff from bobvela.com on my Facebook page because it's really helpful for homeowners on all different levels. So um, that's got some great stuff and some hints about what not to do, what to do. <laughs> so.
0: How to do it, how not to do it. Yeah. How you're going to have to do it seven times if you do it this way. <laughs> that. Yeah.
1: And nobody wants that. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. No. <laughs> Uh, so the, the one last caution I would make for all of this is when people are choosing colors for whether they're going to paint their cabinets or their walls, they're going to want to think about all of the other finishes in their home and in that room that are not going to change. So let's say they've got hardwood floors that aren't going anywhere and um, trim that's going to stay a wood trim. You know, things like that, that they know they're not going to change. Plan their colors around those things because it's so hard. Once you put a color that doesn't work with them, then it just doesn't feel right, but they don't know why it doesn't feel right, right? So um, those are things that I can certainly help with too, but it's just something to think about. Consider all of the options and get some samples because you can order samples and um, pick those up at the store too, although it's harder to do that now for just if people don't want to go into the storefronts but that's something that if people need samples they can contact me and I'm happy to have them ship right to their home and then they can just hang them up and see what things look like in their that's house nice. so yeah it's it's an easy thing for me to do and then it just you know helps them to make a decision whether or not it looks good cuz sometimes it'll look really great in the morning the way the light comes into a room and by the end of the day it doesn't it it takes on a different personality, if you will. It do- just doesn't feel right. So it's good for them to know that before spending any money on paint.
0: Yeah, because that can become a, a fairly expensive project, too, right? I mean, fairly expensive paint, not to use,
1: so. <laughs> yeah, I anytime. Mean, <laughs> Yeah. I mean, paint is expensive enough. And then if you've spent all your time and energy, you know, your time is money too, for a lot of people who are, you know, working and this would be extra on top of that. So it's just trying to be mindful of spending the money once yeah. and and reaching your goals instead of having to redo it because it just doesn't work right. That's
0: so true. So-, yeah. so if you were to repaint your kitchen, I know I'm sure it depends on the wear and tear, but how often should you be refreshing your kitchen paint? Is there kind of a guideline on that or just as needed?
1: You know, I would say as needed, but, um, you know, some people look at it as like every five years they want to have a new look and feel. There are people that are really into maybe the colors of the year and they like to have new and fresh things put into the house. That doesn't mean that you need to do that, though. And I think you hit it when you said um, how much use and how much traffic is affecting the walls that we're talking about, right? So in some homes, you've got a maybe a mudroom that goes right into the kitchen, which may get a lot more use and the walls would get scuffed up more quickly. Um, but And that would require a little more paint but you can do just certain areas too as long as you still have the paint and it's the same sheen it should be fine to do touch-ups
0: okay yeah (laughs) good
1: to know okay and so the last thing that I was thinking about for um do it yourself and this is for this is the last one on the list because it really is for like a die-hard do-it-yourselfer. <laughs> it's <don't> it. <laughs> right? Either, you know, you can add a backsplash to your kitchen
0: mm-hmm.
1: or you can maybe add new flooring. And those are two fairly big jobs. Mm-hmm. They require a lot of supplies. You can right. still get those supplies, um, but it's hard to... Look at the like a tile online and know that it's going to be what you want in your home. Mm-hmm. That's where this might be a project for after we're out of our stay-at-home <laughs> borders, where where you can go and you can pick up samples usually and be able to take them home, just like the pink colors, and you know, set it down on the floor and and sit with it for a couple of days, basically, see how you like it when you walk in and out of a room. Is it going to Do what you're hoping for it to do. Mm -hmm. And I highly recommend that for.